Blog Talk Radio. Okay, something happened. I hear the music, Mishama. <laughs> Call me Little Bo B. I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds. King, the business I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Never can't touch this heat. Pessimining. He is a liar. So said the lion. Drew up the floor. Shelter in my protector. Running through him, be faster than a poor. Holy is a wave. Repping the ancient of days.
right, all right, all right. We're talking about that. Are we good? We are good. We are good. Well, that was one heck of a delay. I'm like, man, I'm not. We here. I ain't tripping. We here, man. Most high blessed it. You know, we coming to the end of the Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Instead of a technical difficulty we had yesterday, well, we couldn't get a start right. like we wanted it. But, you know, we hope everybody enjoyed their Sabbath. You know, got to get out, um, study. If if you didn't get to study, man, you got to congregate, you know, gather yourself together. Um, and then I'll come is this like, is this, I remember it's right, but is this the last weekend of the uh, uh, Hanukkah or did it already end? I can't remember. Yeah, it ended Thursday. That's what I thought. Okay, I thought. So I know some people is like, still, like tonight, we did a, we did a, we're doing a celebration, kind of a family thing, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of getting together, get us all together, you know, talking, and when we haven't been able to talk, catch up, we haven't been able to catch up, you know, and stuff like that. So, so we ended the Hanukkah, you know what I'm saying, and we hope that everybody at least understood what they were commemorating or celebrating, right? So uh, one thing I was going to do was, between me and Michelle, would go over just a few scriptures, right, on Hanukkah, just so that we understood what we were commemorating. And then going into knowing that as you're recommemorating, you're, ded- you're dedicating yourself, helping you understand even the scriptures, what what I'm supposed to dedicate to, you know what I'm saying, how to dedicate to it. So... um if you want to shop and pull those couple of scriptures, I got mine ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I'm getting some text from several people. I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead and answer those. There may be a problem with the volume or going in and out. Let me see here. Okay, I, I I think we got it. I think we're good. I think we're good. Shit. <laughs> I know I'm guilty of that, Yahad. That's not me. Oh yeah. All right. Um, I'm sorry about it. Uh, you want me to pull up what now? What's the scriptures? We had a just a couple, just a, a few scriptures. Let me two or three scriptures on on the um, on Hanukkah, right? On the where's it? The feast of the Feast of Dedication, right? Yes. Well, I know I'm playing. I know that brothers have probably been uh, have been teaching or going through the scriptures on, you know, this day coming up. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know you guys have probably went over. So I know that there's been class on this High Holy Day. Yeah, yeah, kind, kind, kind. So, so uh, I'm not. Go ahead. What you got? Uh, when we go to uh, St. John chapter 10, I'm going to start verse 19. Uh, St. John chapter 10, verse 19. Now, even Christ observed um, uh, what we know. Let me, let me slow down for a second. Mm-hmm. The word Hanukkah, or Hanukkah, comes from the Hebrew word Hanak, Hanukkah, which means dedication. So when we say the Feast of Hanukkah, but actually, that's actually the Hebrew word for dedication. So in St. John chapter 10, verse 19, even Christ observed the, 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 
uh, feast of dedication. And it says, there was a division, therefore, among, among the Jews for these sayings. And many of them said, he has a devil and is mad. Uh, why hear ye him? Others said, there are not, these are not the words of him that has a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? Uh, in St. John 17, verse 22, it says, and it was at Jerusalem at the feast of the dedication, and it was wintertime. And uh, Jesus walked in the, uh, in the temple in Solomon's porch. So this was shown here that, that even Christ himself did observe the feast of Hanukkah here in the New Testament, uh, which it means dedication, and it was in the wintertime. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. I like the point you made, Shama, you're bringing out that the understanding Hanukkah means, the, the Hebrew word for Hanukkah is dedication. You know what I'm saying? So we're going back into that mind frame that even Christ, that's a trip that you that you're showing that that was something that was from, from the Old Testament, from the time of um, Maccabees all the way up to Christ, where it was like, hey, okay, um, this is something we still, he still, even he still honored and kept the law, doing the, doing the, uh, the piece of dedication, you know what I'm saying, be an example. For us to now continue doing that same thing, that at no point that we stop, you know what I'm saying, commemorating and honoring the days that are important to the most high, you know. So, you know, I've got to say, oh, well, and I've heard this, this said where they said, well, Hanukkah is not really one of the, uh, the uh, high holy days that was thou shalt, or you know, so the ones that back then that was was made to do. But obviously, if Christ did it, then it, that was a that was a part of our custom. That was important to what we did. You know what I'm saying? So, it's showing that this was important for us to now come back and now be rededicate ourselves back to the most high. We dedicate ourselves to living right. Con, con, con. What uh, any other scriptures? Are you good about I, I, I just want to read this, this, this commentary on St. John 10, verse 22. And this one is John Gill's Exposition of the Bible. And it says, for when the scripture says, and it was at Jerusalem, the Feast of Dedication. Now, here's the explanation about what this means. That is, of the temple, not as built by Solomon, as uh, known as is in, the, in his paraphrase suggests, or as rebuilt by Zerubbabel. For there were no annual feasts appointed in uh, commemoration of either of these. So when Solomon built the temple, there was no established uh, dedication from when Solomon had the, the first temple built. Then when it, we know that the Babylonians came and, 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 and uh, uh, destroyed it, brought, brought it down, and then it was rebuilt during the time of Ezra during the Persian and Meek uh, captivity and with Zerubbabel. And when they rebuilt it, and, um, that there was no annual feast that was established at that time. So in reading on it says, for there were no annual feasts appointed in commemoration of either of these, and besides, they were neither of them in the wintertime. The dedication of Solomon's temple was in the autumn uh, at the Feast of Tabernacles, about September, and the dedication of the house in Zerubbabel's time was in the spring, about around February. But right. this was the Feast of Dedication appointed uh, by Judas Maccabeus and his brethren, 
on account of the purging the temple and renewing the altar uh, after the profanation of them by Antiochus, which feast lasted eight days and began on the 20th, 25th to uh, the month Caslu, well, which answers to part of our December as a city apocrypha. So just to even, even tying in that, if you don't read the apocrypha, which is, which is a part of the Bible, then you have no idea what this means. You have this this whole chapter of, of or this whole verse, say John chapter verse twenty two will go right over your head, and you won't you won't know about it. But we know that when the Bible was first translated by King James, the first English Bibles were first translated. That you had the Old Testament, the New Testament, and and the books called the Apocrypha. Uh, but the Roman Catholic Church took them out in the late eighteen hundreds. But the original Bibles had a portion called the Apocrypha, and that's where we find out about the Feast of Dedication. Wow. That's what we go into Maccabees and Ezra, right? True, true, true. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So if anybody would like to read about that or know about that, we can go to uh, – let me pull it up here. In the book of Maccabees, First Maccabees chapter one. Actually, we're going to go chapter four. Like fifty, like fifty something. Yeah. Did you did you have this already? Uh, no, I just saw it. I just I just looked up dedication like you did, uh, but when I looked it up, Maccabees popped up in there. But I do want. I I I thought I had a class on this. I just had to look for it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think I have to look for it. But I, but I do remember reading about um, the ded- piece of dedication or the, the dedication of the temple. Con, con, con. And that was from, that was from the time of uh, the Maccabees. Right. So uh, in first, first Maccabees chapter 4, verse, starting in verse 52, in the, in the book called the Apocrypha. First Maccabees chapter 4, starting in 52, in the book called the Apocrypha. It says, now on the 5 and 20th day of the ninth month, which is called the month Caslu, in the 148th year, they, uh, they rose up betimes in the morning. So this is after the, um, again, and getting some history and understanding about what happened. We can read in Daniel where it talks about that the Messiah was going to come after the, uh, the uh, abomination of desolation was going to be established. The abomination of desolation was established during the time of the Greeks, when after Alexander had conquered the whole known world, and when he died, he, he, his empire was split into four realms uh, under his four main generals, uh, Ante, uh, Seleucus, uh, Seleucus, Lysimachus, uh, Cassander, and Ptolemy. And one of the most wicked uh, uh, um, roots of, of, of these generals was uh, out of the Seleucus line with this cat named Antiochus, who was a Greek. And Antiochus really came and really decimated and established um, the defiling of our, of our temple, I mean, like, like no other. And upon the Maccabean revolt, after they was trying to make everybody conform to be uh, to the ways of the Greeks, they were trying to make the whole world just be one people, have one 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 mind, one people, and make everybody forsake the laws of their land, so that we can all just be one. 
and, and we would all be Grecians as opposed to being from whatever your nationality was or your ethnicity was. The Greek philosophy was all going to be one, and we're all going to worship this way, and we're all going to think this way. We're all going to be Grecians. And they came and they really defiled the temple. And then for any other Israelites that wanted to keep the laws of our forefathers, that wanted to keep our history and keep the culture that was given to us by God, they were put to death. Many of them were put to death. Um, And one thing that Antiochus did and established also was he burned all our records. Any Bibles, any any scrolls, any of our laws, he made sure he burned them all up to try and get rid of our history to help push the fact that we would all just be one people as opposed right. to being with the Israelites. And these are our culture and these are our laws. Um, so this is one thing they really did in defiling the temple. So now on the 25th day of the month Kaslu, which is around December 25th, is when uh, Judas Maccabees and his brothers came and they re- they they cleansed the temple, and in, uh, cleansed the temple, they rededicated the temple. Uh, so in First Maccabees chapter four verse fifty two again it says, now on the five and twentieth day of the ninth month, which is called the month Caslu, in the hundred forty and eighth year, they rose up at times uh, in the morning and offered sacrifice according to the law upon the new altar of burnt offerings which they had made. Look at what time and what day. The heathen have profaned it. Even in that, it was dedicated with songs and uh, cisterns and harps and cymbals. Then all the people fell upon their faces, worshiping and praising the, the God of heaven, who had given them good success. And so they kept the dedication of, of the altar eight days and offered burnt offerings with gladness and sacrificed the sacrifice of deliverance and praise. They they decked also the forefront of the temple with crowns of gold and with uh, shields, and the gates and the, the chambers they renewed and hang doors upon them. Thus was their very great gladness among the people for that the reproach of the heathen was put away. Moreover, Judas and his brethren, uh, with, the, with the whole congregation of Israel, ordained that the days of the dedication of the altar should be kept in their season from year to year by the space of eight days, from the 5 and 20th day of the month Kaslu with myrrh and gladness. So this is where we get the, the that it became annual was during this time. The piece of dedication was, was yearly during this time from when Judas Maccabees and the Maccabee Revolt, they came and cleansed the temple and rededicated the temple. So we see where Christ even came back and observe this same this, this same custom, this same tradition. Nice. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. Oh, snap! Yeah, big, big, big old old dog is on the phone with us, man. <laughs> hey, well, damn, that's all you had to say. that even during their time, there were evil men 
or is always like that negative trying to bring that bring corruption in and having to a person having to understand that they're the ones that have to dedicate themselves. Just like these men realize we're the, we have to do the dedication. You know what I'm saying? If somebody don't stand, it's not like standing up against negative, but not let negative stop you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. Because we live in a world, just to go into that, we live in a world where there's always negative temptation. It ain't, it's always around us in all forms, on the job, at the grocery store, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 down the street. You know, and, and, and the people that I affiliate and socialize with every day, there's always negative that's going on. We just don't know what, we don't know how to pinpoint that negative. We can be around somebody and they go, well, they're not really affecting me. But you can start looking up, and I wanted to go here. Gabor, I got you on the phone, so that's perfect. I wanted to go to Second Timothy chapter 3. Right, because when I was when I read this chapter, when I read this chapter, it was always used to help us understand that these are the that the last days that we're coming into the last days, and we always look okay, at these are the things that are going to be happening in the last days. Well, we're in the last days. We don't have to worry about it coming because we're here. We're in the last days. So knowing that we're in those last days. And, and if you ain't turn the news on, if you ain't listen to brothers open up this Bible, we definitely are in the last days. But as we're understanding that and understanding what type of spirits are around you, if I'm being influenced a certain way, I have to realize that it's important for me to rededicate myself. And then I need to understand how to rededicate myself. And this chapter, as I kept writing down, that's what it tries to show you. It shows you how to rededicate yourself if you know what's pulling you away. So, thank you, Timmy. Hey, brother, brother, can I insert one real quick? I know you're at. Let me insert no, this real quick, and we'll go right back to, to uh, Second Timothy. Just, just, just to help with, with, with a bridge, just a little bit, and then I'm, 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 I'm please, we're going to Second Timothy. But one thing we can understand is the Mosai does teach us in metaphors. He does teach us in allegories. He does teach us in, in, in where one thing is, 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 is um, symbolic of something else. So when we have the actual defiling of the actual temple that was done by the Grecians, um, and we see the rededication of the physical temple by the, the Maccabees' uh, uh, revolt and rebellion that took place, let's understand also that even though that was the physical temple, that that was symbolic of ourselves, like what Brother Bob is bringing out. So I just want to read this real quick, and I'm going to give it right back. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, it says, Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? And if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. So I just want to help bring you know, break this bridge as as 
as we're talking about, you know, yeah, the physical temple, we're talking about being diligent, we're talking about uh, how it was defiled and, and the need for it to be re- rededicated, we had to come back now and realize how much of this world's pollution, how much of this world's okay. defilement, as what the brother was about to bring out for us, um, we're actually being affected by. And we need to find and understand that we have to rededicate ourselves and find a, a diligence to ourselves all over again. But I just want to bring that in, Second oh, Timothy chapter 3. And I like to point that point out because you know what? When you do read, when we sometimes when we're about the altar, you're right. A person can easily think, well, um, we don't have, we're not, we're not that time. Or it's like, uh, well, we don't use the altar anymore, and never tie the bridge that your you are the altar of the Most High. You are the temple he's talking about now. You know what I'm saying? So. In understanding it, if I can understand, like you said, if I can understand my mind being the temple, my body is the temple, my mind is the temple of the Father, then I have to rededicate that to him. And I'm glad you brought that point, Michelle, because it does find the right bridge. Because we can go into all these scriptures, but it's hard to apply it to yourself when you don't understand what you are to the Father. So let, let's go. Let's read that, Gabor. Now we can go right into it, man. Let's go, we, we're not going to spend too much of our time. Read that okay, real quick. So, so Second Timothy. Timothy 3 and chapter 3. And you didn't give me a. Chapter well, 1. I mean, chapter 3 and verse 1. Cox. So we're in Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, starting at verse 1. There you go. Which, which reads This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Now, stop. I'm sorry, Gabor. I'm sorry. I should have stopped you, right? Mm-hmm. Because you you stopped at the right point. We know these are the last days. And the, and the, and the scriptures are helping us identify what's happening in the last days. So we understand in this time, that we're in now, and I think there's a scripture that tells you, uh, I praise you not that we come together for the better, but for the worst. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But I'm reading here, and I'm like understanding that in these days now, in the time that we're in now, the closer and closer that Christ, the closer and closer to get for Christ coming back. And I know that I know when we're on air. If I'm new to the to the class. If I'm new to the style and the way we we teach, right? There's a lot of information that we have, but aren't able to give like we want to give, right? Because the air, the uh, blog talk, only gives us so much. You know what I'm saying? You think about every class that we go over, we get about an hour and a half, and as soon as we get rolling, what happens? Passes over. You know what I'm saying? As soon as we get ready to give the information we're trying to give, passes over. Or we try to break it up into a week or a couple of weeks, right? So the reason I'm going here is because I'm saying this to you that and I'm trying to squeeze through, but we in those times, that those the last days where these are the things that are going to be happening. They're the things that are going to be around you. He says, men, men shall be lovers of their own selves. And we live in a world where everybody definitely is looking out for themselves. You, you, look at, you look at the condition of the world 
Just take a big company like uh, Amazon, right? And Amazon have no problem laying off 5,000 people. Amazon had a layoff. They made about 10,000. You know what I'm saying? Not, not one time did anybody stop and say, hey, did we make sure that these families were secure and taken care of? No, I'm looking out for me. We're in that time. We're in the time now where you look at rent going up and food getting more expensive. Homelessness is crazy, right? But how many doors are opened up? How many how many homeless people would it, how many how many homeless people out there where they had a they had family and had somebody that could have opened the door but for whatever reason they looked out for themselves first. How many empty buildings are out there that people can be housed? So I'm 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 using things so it's not an attack, but understanding that we live in a certain type of world. And these days, these are the, this is the mind state of people. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. This is covetous, covetous. Did I say that right, Gabor? Co- uh, covetous. Uh huh. Go ahead. Covetous, um, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce. Now, no, I don't I'm not sure hundred percent what incontinent is. No self control. No di- no discipline. No no, no discipline. Just no discipline. Whatever thought comes whatever thought comes to your mind. Whatever you, feeling you, you, come upon them. Man, he said he just do it, right? That, that's the motto. Whatever feels good, just do it. Yeah, it's the it's I, I guess the synonym would be impulsive, right, Mishabo? Yeah. Yep. Yep. But and, and you know and I like what y'all y'all I'm not saying nothing that we all don't identify with. People are people with people are without natural affection, right? So you look at you look at like you said a homeless situation or a hungry family, a family. Uh, we, we made a joke, man. Like, damn, you know what? Uh, a brother can't find a couch to uh, just a couch to lay on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but we'll open a couch up to you. You 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 uh, a back porch, uh, uh, a blanket, something. <laughs> Just without without natural affection, somewhere you just you drive by and you see people in help need help. Instead of pulling helping, I'm gonna lock that door quick. Restaurants that throw gallons out, brother, trash bags full of food away. Never thought, you know what? Let me open it up so letting 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 people know at after we close, we put food out, y'all can come and get it. It's free. We're not going to do that. There's just not a natural affection. You got clothes, you got clothes and blankets and everything set up in your house. 
You don't, you don't even wear them no more. You don't even use it no more. But I, but I, I, ain't, I ain't like I, I see a family that be on this corner, and I could have drove by and said, man, you know what? It's cold as hell out here, man. I, ain't got, I mean, I have a, a room for you, man, but here's a blanket. But, but that spirit is heavy, right? I remember Gabor, we was uh, in Albuquerque on, on Montgomery and Cemetery at the Chipotle's, right? Oh, we, walk in, we, we walk into the Chipotle. Now, on that corner, Michelle has got a, a homelessness in New Mexico is bad. Certain places where you didn't really see homelessness, you see it. You know what I'm saying? Homelessness okay. that hit so bad. Montgomery used to be, like, considered a good area. Montgomery is just like Central. <laughs> it's yeah. like Central now, wow. man. Like, like it's like Central, bro. But we, was, but what got me? We walked in there, and my point to the start was we walked in. I bought, I bought me and Gabor sat down and ready to eat a meal, right? But the brother recognized somebody that he had seen, and took half his food, scraped on the other plate. And before he ate, it wasn't like it was the leftovers. He hadn't ate yet. He took half his food, man. He went out there to the brother, man, and said, man, here, man. You know, I, I know how, I, you know, I know you may not get a meal tonight. So here you go. I ain't going to lie, Gabar. The first thought in my mind was, what you doing, man? <laughs> These dudes got to get up and go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, But the world we live in, we are conditioned to blame the problem on somebody else, you know? <clears throat> We're conditioned to look at this other person like they're lazy or they ain't trying. You don't know what the hell they went through. But these are the spirits that are going to continue to be out there without naturalization. Truth breakers. We don't, we're not really loyal to, we don't really have loyalty. It's easy now to break that truth. It's easy to become angry at somebody. False accusers. Like you said, impulsive with the with the incontentment and confidence. Incontinent. It said fierce. It said despises of those that are good. Traitors. And, and yeah, bro. When I put a of those that good, that's why that, that that thought triggered in my mind. Because I had to, for that split second, I'm looking at you like you doing something negative for feeding somebody with your own food. You didn't take my food. You didn't take my food. It wasn't like it wasn't like we sat down. He said, "Hold on, brother. Let me have half your food. Come to give it to this guy over here." No. But but those the part I'm getting to is because as we come to we as we get closer to the end, you have to really fight to realize are these things growing in you, traitors, uh, heady, with, with strong-willed, heady, proud, is that a uh, high-minded? I know high-minded is can't, you can't be told nothing, right? Right. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of the most high. It's more about me being comfortable 
or me enjoying the things around me than being right with the Father. And you and you could look at as the times get worse, more people are going to have to. The more as it get harder here, the more the pleasures that you look for, they, they, they you 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 you're having to get rid of them pleasures. It used to be, you know, what I mean, you, you can vacation. In the time you had money to vacation, you had money to. To sit back and be comfortable. It used to be uh, a teacher's salary. <laughs> used to be enough, man. Shoot, you know what I'm saying? Teachers make good money. Used to. Now a teacher's salary is almost a, a Burger King salary right now. Yeah, I think it might be in competition. You know, it might be a competition. Youngsters working at, and flipping burgers, you know, they starting off at like fifteen dollars an hour. 15, yeah, fifteen, seventeen, in and out. Is that seventeen, eighteen dollars an hour? You know, and that's a flipping burgers. But them pleasures that we used to love, not a lot of people. They go, people. Want, if, if I want my pleasures, I'm gonna go in here out. And I'm going to keep doing whatever I got to do to sustain those pleasures more than I'm trying to be right with the Father, more than me understanding that this is about me. I got to let this go and work on being right with him. I got to understand that I'm coming into a time. Thank you. I'm coming into a time where... I know that the most high, I know Yahweh Shai is on his way back. So if Christ is on his way back, then I'm supposed to be preparing for that. So simple pleasures, certain things that I'm trying to do, or even things that I tell myself, well, that's not that bad. I'm not doing anything wrong. Hey, guys. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on, let me get rid of my kids. One second, brother. Two. Uh, Shia, Shia, you don't get them. So, it's loud. No. Go. 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 Okay, so my my only point as I'm going to this, I'm like, man, we we look at the time that we're in, and we're looking at everything that is pulling, everything that is only only push you away from the Father, and you don't even realize that this type of lifestyle, or the things I'm doing, or things I'm around, they're actually pulling me away from the work. They're actually pulling me away from being more right with Him. But this is the design. It's set up that way. Verse, read verse 5, sir. Read verse 5 real quick. Second um, Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5 reads, having a form. Well, actually, we, we skip four. Read four. Come. So Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 4 reads, traitors 
petty, high-minded lovers of pleasures more than lovers of the Most High, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. So you got to look at you got to look at all the things we're reading about. These are the things that the Father is trying to get us to turn away from. These are the things that are coming to you. But what I'm showing you now is these are the things that I'm telling you to turn away from. Let me turn away from these. If it's people like this, if it's situations that bring about this, if it's environments that I'm in, I can be in an environment that's in my home, not in class. And a lot of times when I'm alone, I don't realize them. I'm more I'm more um, vulnerable, right, to these type of spirits, to all these these different thoughts. I can tell myself, man, I ain't doing. But I just go to work, and go home. I, don't, I ain't doing nothing wrong. I'm nothing negative. But all these spirits are around me. But I, I, listen, I like one that have the form of godliness. It may seem right. I may, it, I may be able to tell myself, you know what, I got enough of the Bible, man. You know what, man, um, I know right from wrong. You know what I'm saying? I know I've been in the book long enough. I'm strong hey, uh, enough. Uh, uh, you know what I'm going to say? We lost sound. Can you hear? Oh, okay. That's the sound. What's going on? I didn't see a text. You know who you Yeah. They can't hear us? They can't hear us? Um, how about now? Oh man. Hold on. Yeah, it's on. Did y'all hear? Yeah, I I got a text in you now uh, saying we got stopped. Shoot, man. That that means the the show's still on, but can't nobody hear it, right? Um, since we, yeah. I don't want to. Let me know if I need to call back in. Oh, just we back on? I'm listening to the computer. Okay. I'm listening to the computer. I'm trying to see if I can hear something real quick. Okay. Do you need us to keep talking? 
Chef, you hear something? Yeah, yeah. Um, through the computer, there's a, a, there is a, a delay, but we can, we're, we're broadcasting. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe we'll just keep going, and then for the ones that can go to archive to get it, it is like that. All right, let's let's continue. Let's continue. Okay, let's do that now.
But yeah, that they do.
can I never, I'm forever learning, but I can't get back to that. If this is the, if I was already in the truth, I was already doing the work of the Most High. How is it everything I'm learning and I still can't get back to being in order with the body, to being a part of the body? I can't get over whatever would happen to me. I can't get over this so I gotta so I can get back in order with how I started in the beginning. It says, so do these also resist the truth. If they had to be in order with Moses, problem is they didn't want to be in order with Moses. Just like we see today. We see people getting let off because they don't want to be in order with what they're supposed to be in order with or what group they're supposed to be in order with. Or what man or what woman, or I'm sorry, what man or what, or what body of men that I'm supposed to be in order with. So when that man, a lot of brothers forever learning, I, like I said, I learned, I'm reading the Bible, but when I read uh, uh, to submit yourself one to another, uh, when I, most of it, I'll be decent in order to us, because I'm reading the Bible, and I'm reading what somebody else taught me in that book. I can read what they taught me, but I can't be in order with them. Or I can't be affiliated or I cannot worship with that group or those brothers and those sisters. That don't make no sense. But the most I said, you, like they withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds. They studying. They're ever learning. But my mind is corrupted. Because now everybody following me, guess what they're doing? If I left, and everybody that follow me, the only thing that you're, the, the example that's going to be there for you is a man that left. The fact that I'm not with the body only makes me a man of a corrupt mind. And everybody that follows me is going to have a corrupt mind. I'm going to keep studying. But how can you study? All the study in the world should have led you back in order with what you're supposed to be doing. That's what the study was for. To bring me to the Most High, the study is to keep you in order with the Most High. But I'm ever learning, but I still can't come to the knowledge of the, of the truth. I can't find myself back in order doing the things that I was supposed to be doing in the first place. Men of corrupt mind, rubber bait, concerning the faith. I'm a reject concerning the faith. But read verse 9 now. Uh, uh, but if I was still a pirate, bro. Say it again? I yeah, I'm just texting um, from, from your knowledge on saying we're still a pirate. They, they took that news. Okay, we're just going to keep going. And they'll, they'll have to go on. They'll have to go on um, uh, just because uh, Mashabas can hear it on the computer. 
Okay. So we just gonna keep going and hope they'll pop back on. Verse nine says, "But they shall proceed no further, no further to God, for their folly shall be manifest unto all people, also one. But thou hast fully known my doctrine." Hold on, he said, "Listen, now stop thinking, Bar. What you we go slow with this." It says, "Thou hast fully known my doctrine." So when when the before you left before I got headstrong and everything else, I was serving the Father, so I knew what I was supposed to do. He said, "You knew my doctrine. You my you fully knew my manner of life. You fully knew what my purpose, Thanks. my faith." Long-suffering, sharing, and patience. You knew all this. He said, "You, he said, you. This is what you knew." You know what I'm saying? Like every, every, everybody know. Everybody know what you. Everybody can see you. You know how to live in this truth. You know the purpose. You know the faith. You know what was given up. We all read this book and we know what was given up for us to get here, for this, for this to get to us. How much love was there? How patient. I want you to jump down. Jump down to verse 12. Son, um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12 reads, Yeah, and all that will live godly in the outside shall suffer persecution. He said, man, that is the one thing that's going to be there. So you know that the parent, when, when, that, when, that, when that persecution is going on, when it's getting hard, when we in these perilous times, your ba- your biggest battle is trying to fight to stay diligent, trying to fight to stay in order. But we're 13. Um, first, chapter 3 and verse 14 reads, uh, well, did you want me to say 13? No, read 13. Come. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13 reads, But evil men and seducers shall lack worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Read. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, Knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Now, come on, that's powerful. Like. He said, we're supposed to continue now in the things which thou have learned. We, we, from the time we came in this truth, we sat in class, right? From the time we came in this truth, we were, we were unified with the body. The things that we've learned, 
he said we're supposed to continue there. Who's that? Fucking cheat on the things with God's line. And I've been assured of. We know when the Most High has been with us. We watched our blessings come. When we was doing, the, doing what was right in the eyes of the Father. Now I'm, I'm in there ever learning. But I can't come to the knowledge of the Most High. I can't get back to what I learned from the beginning. This is the truth. I can live it up to in the truth. Doing the work of the Most High, pleasing Him, because He was steady, blessed, and blessed, and blessing. There was growth in the body. Families were taken care of. That was the environment that the Father was blessing Israel. But all my reading and studying, for some reason, it can't get me back there. It can't get me back to the things that I was I have learned. The things that I was assured. I knew, but you know the problem is I think, brothers, I don't think men thought that learn, the things they learned came from men and not from the Most High. And, and, I can, and what we think? You know, because you think about, man, if I knew that this was where my blessing was coming from, right? I knew, okay, man, damn, I was doing this to Father Blessed. I was doing this to Father Blessed. He said, that was a big saying. Man, if I got a blessing, man, the most high bless me, the most high bless me. If you knew an environment was blessing you from the Father, why stop doing it? That's the question going through my mind. Because, if you knew that when you was on the podium and you was doing this and teaching and everything, and that was where the Most High was blessing you, increasing you, why, how in the world could you think that another environment is going to give you that blessing when I already gave you the environment that I really blessed you? This is the one that I that I was assured of. B verse fifteen. Time. Verse fifteen. Time. Uh Second Timothy chapter three is verse fifteen three. And that born oh, I'm sorry. And that from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make me wise or to salvation with faith, which is in Yahweh's So, So from a child, I, so even if it's a spiritual child, right? It's like saying from the first time you heard this word, from the first time you walked into a school and sat down, or somebody dropped this truth on you, you knew the Holy Scriptures. Somebody was teaching you the truth which was able to make me wise unto salvation through faith. 
believed that it, we, we, we was a time that we believed that what I was being taught was coming from the most high. Everything I learned and all the changes that I made was pleasing to the Father. That was from a child. When we went to class, I was a student. Now all of a sudden, now I'm right. But uh, you know what happened? But if we're going over, like we're talking about Hanukkah, uh, the rededication and being diligent. And I'm understanding from from the scriptures, just going over in Second Timothy chapter chapter three, I know we was there. That there's, there's, these are going to be the influences that uh, of that that was going to start to defile our our outlook, start to defile our mindsets, start to defile the work that we're doing. That men will become lovers of their own selves, um, heady, high-minded, um, truth breakers. That we're going to be breaking loyalty because we're going to say we're going to figure that no, I'm not going. I'm not going to suffer like even the scripture we just read. And those that will live in Christ shall suffer persecution. Those that will live godly in Christ are going to suffer persecution. But it, it was it's become this thing where we're letting all these type of thoughts and influences defile our minds and our outlook to where now we're not looking for like like he was bringing out uh we're not looking for the understanding that the things i'm going through is for my salvation we've now uh substituted or injected our own definition of salvation that my definition of salvation is all my bills are paid my definition of salvation is uh uh I don't just want my daily bread. I want to be able to see my bread for the whole next year. So if that's the case, uh, I, I got to ask this call real quick. I'm going to read this while you ask that call, Mishaba. This is Psalms chapter 119 and verse 1. I'm going to read it, Gabar, real fast. It says, blessed are the undefiled. This is Psalms chapter 119. I'm going to start at verse 1. I'm going to read down to verse 8, right? I'm back. I'm back. If, if I can do this real quick, real quick. Please, please. Um, some of the things we get away from is, remember in, in Matthew chapter 13, it talks about that the cares of, the, the cares of this world and uh, the lust of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word. And we become unfruitful. But uh, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, I'm, I'm going to read this. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse uh, 3, 4, and 5, or 3 and 4, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Which reminds us of what Christ tells us in Matthew chapter 6, Stow your treasures in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust doesn't break through, uh, or thieves break through and steal, but that is the understanding that that Christ is giving spiritual blessings. That's what Christ is giving now, spiritual blessings to be able to endure hardness as good soldiers for Christ, to be able to endure, to to be able to to, to last, to be able to understand that if we're following Christ, these are going to be the hardships and the things that we have to go through. But we we lose track of that, and now it's about what what material gain am I even losing? 
or what material gain am I gaining? And now we that now we've made that the barometer or the measure for if God is with me or not. So now in Ephesians chapter one verse four it says, according as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. That this is about us getting ourselves cleaned up, that we might be holy and without blame before Him, before Christ. That he might love us now, but somehow we don't. We lose track of that. Somehow right. it's not about that. It's about what I'm going through right now, what I have right now, what I don't have right now, and I'm not being blessed. And now I'm a lover of myself. Tons, now for, for for all those the, the file things uh, uh, that that we was going over uh, from Second Timothy chapter, chapter three. Now we're we're, we're there to where now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on survival mode. I'm on beast mode. I'm I'm on uh, I'm on wisdom mode. I'm trying to use wisdom. Yeah, I'm on. I'm trying to use wisdom because I need money. I need things with that. And I'm ever learning. I'm ever learning that you know what? I I, I need to get my credit cleaned up. I'm learning how to do this right. Uh, I'm I'm learning about uh, 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 a new dating app because you know what? I need somebody in my life. So I, I, I need I, I need I need to go find another dating app, or I need to find another uh, another form of comfort. So I'm getting all this knowledge, I'm getting all this all this knowledge, but I'm still not learning the truth that this is about us receiving the spiritual blessings and how to please the Most High, and how to be holy, and how and how to uh, be be without blame before Him in love, storing those treasures in heaven, as, as opposed to what's here on earth. So these are the things and type of, of, of thoughts, these evil, which are evil thoughts that we really have to be careful of, that our temple is not being defiled. Uh, well, one scripture we, we like to pull is Philippians uh, 1.15. I'm going to just quote it. It says, to the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. Then Now we're going to start to get to the point where just everything, everybody is just trying to upset me. Everything, everybody's just trying to steal from me, trying to rob me, trying to get over on me. Uh, so we're now, now we're going to get into the, 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 that, that uh, I can't, can't stop looking over my shoulder. Uh, I can't trust nobody because my mind is going to – it's been defiled. It's been corrupted that there's nothing pure. I just want, I just want to add that, brother. I'm, 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 I'm backing up. I'm backing up. It's not what that's on point. Because the scripture we always read, I'm going to read this real quick, right? Psalm 119 and verse 9 says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? And from the time I came into the truth, I remember I reread this scripture. It said, By taking heed thereof according to my to thy word. And it says, With my whole heart, with my whole mind, have I sought thee. Then I mean, at one point when we were young in this church, the only thing that I cared about was being in order with the most high. Like you said, if I had a rib, it didn't have a rib, it didn't matter. If I had a job, it didn't have a job, it didn't matter. If I had money, it did have money, it didn't matter. Right? Okay. As a young man, if a brother gave me an order, brother, brother, you got to get up, uh, jump in your vehicle and drive to Florida, or to Georgia, you know, not Georgia, but California. Could that happen, right? I need you to drive up here. 
I drove my truck up there, broke down, dropped it off. Bernie made it in the Cali, brother came pick me up, another brother towed it, or got it pulled over to his cannon shop. He was fixed it. I was told to get in the Jeep and drive that Jeep all the way back to Albuquerque. And you have an ETA for something. I do remember. You ain't jumping in Flagstaff, though. Sightseeing. You, 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 that was even hotel money. You got some gas, and you made the trip. But there was time. I'm bringing these times up because when a man do something wholeheartedly, the only thing that I care about is doing what I'm supposed to do to be in order with the most high. But the catch was, it says, oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. You don't even realize that by me letting all these things in me that have defiled me, the only thing it's doing is causing me to wander away from the Father, away from the Spirit, away from what I was doing that was pleasing to the Father. I'm going to jump up to verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. You know, I, was, I was going the right way. I was blessed when I didn't let something defile the direction I was going in, the methods. I said, I'm the way, the truth, the life, right? It was following his example. I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I didn't let anybody defile, stop me from following the right examples, following the right example. You know how I love about this truth? Because as much as I can say, man, this person did this, this person did that, I also can say, you know what? This person was the, was the example of serving the most high. Because when I was following it, when, I, when we were following a certain direction, a certain example, we were getting blessed. But I let something defile that example in my mind, right? Yes, let's talk the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Most High. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies. And that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They don't have an opinion. They walk in his ways. They're not following with an opinion. I can't see the wisdom of that. I can't see the wisdom in going to California, car breaking down, and brothers didn't put you up in a hotel. They gave you some space on the floor on top of the bag to go sleep at. I couldn't see the wisdom in that. I couldn't see the wisdom in a brother building a road crew and he's getting five dollars a day to make sure he get in a salad. Half the things that we were we that men were going through for this truth to really be built up, they ain't happening. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. You know what I'm saying? So 
for what it took. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that's not everybody's not like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that men are not out here making sacrifices because brothers are. You know what I'm saying? But I also know I also know that when, when it's, there are men that when I stop wanting to be around the body, it's something that was being required of me that I don't want to do anymore. I got tired of somebody pushing me. I got tired of somebody, I got tired of the expect, the expectations that are put on me. I got tired of losing. I'm giving, 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 and I'm the one coming on the short end. I'm going to keep reading. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I know, then shall I not be ashamed. So, wow. When our ways were being directed, when we was trying to fall under somebody's authority, and my ways were being directed, he said, then shall I not be ashamed. So you mean that when I'm out here doing what I want to do, and all the studying I'm doing and everything I'm doing, the father's not looking at me like, you know what, I'm ashamed. You call that serving me? You really call that serving me? Like I said, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You stop doing this to do this? You need to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. So I'm reading this, I'm like, man, there was a time when we first came in this church, that's what was going on. Our steps were directed. Now, whatever spirit we roll with or whatever we doing, that ain't nobody telling me what to do. Matter of fact, I live under the phrase that I'm not following man, I'm following the most high. You, that's impossible. That, that we're not going to be following Christ like that until Christ comes back. So the most I gave you pastors according to his heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. I gave you, the most I tell you about uh, following your masters according to the flesh. Why are all those scriptures in there if you weren't supposed to be following somebody? If somebody wasn't supposed to be directing you? The concept that we operate in has got us twisted. The Moses said, I will praise thee with the uh, with the upright. David said, I will praise thee with up, up righteousness of heart. 
I shall have learned thy righteous judgment. I will keep thy statutes and forsake, oh, forsake me not utterly. We don't realize that the fight is to stay in order. The biggest battle every man going to go through is how to stay in order with what I was doing from the beginning. Hold that one. Let that go. We'll let that one go, right? And we're going to go to, um, what's the song? That Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. 4 and 20. Your boy, yeah. Oh man, I think the ball went. It's me and you, Mashaba. <laughs> they still okay. can't hear us, can they? I told them to try and use the, uh, the link for the computer. Right. As opposed okay. to uh, calling in. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Let me just finish it up. We got about 15 more minutes. You know what I'm saying? Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Right. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. I want you to do this. Uh, start at verse... Um, um, verse uh, start at 18. Start at verse 18. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. But the path of the, of the just is as the shining light mm. that shines more and more Unto the perfect day. Damn, bro. You go. Read on. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not what they stumble, at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Verse 21. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Mm. For they are life. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence. Out of it are the issues of life. Yeah. Put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder thy path of thy, ponder the path of thy feet. And let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. So I love what we're looking at, because we started a time when we allowed it. We allowed we allowed ourselves to go down a righteous path, right? We followed men when they first dropped this truth on us. We saw when they was giving it to us. From to how we grew our hair out, to how we grew our beard out, to how we put on some sweats, and a matter worn boots, gun belt. Man, you went home. I remember going home. I, I remember coming to a Christmas party or something. <laughs> no, Thanksgiving, I'm sorry. My family was big on Thanksgiving. I remember walking into a Thanksgiving party with some black and some black the blood of black jeans with purple leather on them and purple fringes. Okay. I can 
remember the government like it was like it was yesterday. Because I, I remember it so remember the day so well because I ain't never got chased out of a house like that. Yeah. That next Sunday, there was a sermon preached about me. That's how hard, but I can remember those. I can remember how hardcore I was for the most high. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't give a damn. That was the path that I was on. God. It was all about. I went from letting my hair grow out to I used to get a perm, try to get my curls done. I got my big curls in. I kept the baby's baby's moon face. But it's when it clicked, and I, the more I learned, I walked on a path, and I was dedicated to being that brother in class, serving the most high, standing up and reading, being involved in what the body was going on. That's what I came into. That's what the path that you were put on, that you shined more and more. That's the one that we were supposed to stay on. But this this path we all know, this path following wickedness, following wicked people, it's only been dark, right? All we watch, keep watching ourselves do is stumble. That's why I like, when I'm reading, he's like, man, you got to attend. He said, you have to attend to my words. You have to look at this situation. Analyze this. I got to stop and analyze. Am I going down the right path? Is it is is am I shining more and more? And or am I starting to fall out of existence? Am I if Christ came back, am I gonna stand out as that brother doing the work of the most high? Or am I am I gonna be presented as that man that stumbled? He used to be there. I'm sorry, man. I keep making them pauses. Um, it's like I have to make that pause for a minute, man. Check this out. Um, I'm going to read this first Peter. That'll be about all I get. Read this first Peter. Uh, was it first Peter? No, second Peter chapter, chapter one. All right. Second Peter chapter one. And then I'm starting to realize how it might be the spirit. But this may be the spirit saying, okay, it's time to it's time to go ahead and get the show on. <laughs> okay, okay, let me know. <laughs> you know, you know, we, that way you know what? If the if the phones don't work in property or that ain't working, okay, we got both avenues. That they're catching it both both ways. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm a, um. Second Peter chapter four, chapter Second. one of his four. Second Peter. Let me pull it up here. 
Chapter 1, verse 4? Yep. Cool, I got you. I got you. Second uh, Peter, chapter 1, verse 4, it says, uh, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Mm. And beside this, giving all diligence, Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Verse 8, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren, no unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Damn, so, so the truth I'm really realize while reading this, what we realize is that that court, that path that you are on, these are all the things that were growing in you. That path that we were on that was helping us escape the corruption of this world. The things that corrupt us through lust. What was being built in you, what was supposed to grow in you was your diligence, your faith, your virtue, knowledge, knowledge, the temperance, the temperance, the patience, patience, the godliness, brotherly kindness. That means I can all this time, once I look at one thing, you ain't been on the right path. You still, that's still, you're still corrupted by the world because you're missing some of these virtues or some of these these things that are supposed to be growing in you. And if these things be in you and um, and growing, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the W. Howard Shine. Verse 9. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind. And cannot see it far off. Damn, you don't see the big pictures. Go ahead. And has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Damn, I just went back to my old I went back to my old man. I yeah. forgotten that the most I was cleaning you up. You forgot this. I've cleaned up, and these are the things that's supposed to grow in me. I forgot and went right back to my old ways. You ain't, you ain't learned more and more. You just went back to the same old shit you was doing before. Verse ten. Second uh, Peter chapter one verse ten. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you be if you do these things, you shall never fall. Wow, wow. Come on, man. He said, you know what we were I was supposed to work I was supposed to be working on making my calling or what I was elected to do, sure. Okay. I was elected to do a certain job. I was elected to this body. I was elected to this this work. I was called out the world, 
and I was elected to do this what, I, what I'm doing now. This is the ex- crazy that I read this or something. The most I like, this is what I'm expecting to see you doing when I come back. For he that do these things shall never fall. Verse 11. Did you want verse 11? Yeah, verse 11, please. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. An entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Yahweh Shai. Yeah, the most I'm going to keep us here is like saying, yeah, my, I'm going I'm to guide you right to the entrance. Am I reading that right? For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you. I'm going to keep telling, I'm going to keep guiding you on the right path. If we get back to work and get back to doing what we're supposed to be doing, if I'm, like, I'm going to guide you right down that path. I'm going to keep instructing you on how to get to the kingdom. With that, man, I know we had technical difficulties and everything else, but we're going to stop there, end it there, and hopefully most of bless next Friday, so we'll get back into it again and good. bring this class out, okay? Kind of so with that, the kind, kind, kind. For the ones can here, we're going to say shalom for the ones that have to pick it up on the podcast. Uh, it's only going to get better. Shalom. Shalom. Sure.